Hey, 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 everybody. It is almost the end of the year. Can you believe it? It's incredible. It just flies by. And every year seems shorter and shorter for some reason. But it's because we've had a lot going on. And we've done a lot of stuff. So I want you to reflect back on what you've done and how that has affected you as a human, as a business owner, as any other title that you are, wife, mom, friend. But... We also need to look ahead, and that's actually the more important part of this piece. It's looking ahead, and it's planning out the end of the year. So that's what I'm talking about today, how to plan out your end of year. So stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast. And now, your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right, I'm really excited about this topic because I get this question a lot towards the end of the year. We actually plan out the whole year in advance. I try to plan out about 18 months ahead, knowing that those last six months will get looked at again later. We'll reevaluate. But I think it's so important to sit down and actually make time on your calendar to do end of year planning. And I think of it as a teacher, like before the kids go back to school, the teachers are in the classroom a full week before the kids doing their teacher planning, their teacher work days, and they're figuring out how are we going to decorate the classroom? What are we going to teach? What are the main curriculum points that we need to hit on, those milestones? And what resources are we going to use to provide some educational support? And I want you to think in this way because it really does relate to coaching your clients or healing your clients and setting up your business in a way that is not going to leave you hanging in the last minute. We want to plan so that we can just show up and do. And I also think of this as my current self preparing so that my future self has an easier time. So I'm really helping myself out. And then I just show up and execute the plan. It makes it a much more simpler process. The problem that I see a lot of coaches and healers do is they think of things, they get really inspired, and they want to have it happen right away. Like, oh, I should do this challenge group. We'll start in two weeks. But that isn't rational. I mean, planning for challenges takes a lot of time. Planning for course creation and and launches takes a lot of time. Launching a brand new signature program takes a lot of time. And so if you don't estimate that time properly, you end up feeling rushed, you don't fill your programs, you don't have the right marketing in place, and things just seem like a whirlwind, which creates a lot of overwhelm. Whereas you could plan and show up and things just run smoothly. And that's what I do and that's why I plan. So in November, December time, I'm already planning out quarters one, two, and three for the following year. And then the last two weeks of December, I actually take off. We don't record new podcasts. We don't launch new podcasts. I don't really have that many interactions with my team. We have some pieces of content that just come out on automation. I might show up here or there from vacation, but I really just want to relax. I want it to be a reset. So before I go into that two-week break, I spend some time planning out that fourth quarter in December and just reevaluating 
if what I've planned out in quarters one, two, and three still work. So that when I come back from vacation, it's the beginning of the new year, ahead of the new year in January, I just show up and everything's ready to go. For me, there is nothing worse than going on vacation and coming back with a pile of work. It's almost not worth taking the vacation. So I like to work really hard before the vacation, get it done, enjoy my vacation, and then when I come back, there's not catch up to do. I just slide right on into my regular schedule. So that's why I find end of year planning so valuable. So now you're probably wondering, okay, well, what does that even mean? What do you do to plan the end of your year? Well, honestly, the very first thing I do is I go on Google, I search for a blank yearly calendar, and I save it in Canva. And then I plan out all of the promotions, all of the launches, all of the things that I have set goals for, for us to implement things, for us to do new things, all the ideas, and I plug them into that calendar so I have a visual. And I really like Canva because I can color code things and then I have a pretty image and I'm a very visual person so I need to see things. And then I can send that calendar out to the whole team and be like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the plan. Of course, I want you to remember that this is your business. Life happens, business happens, crazy things happen. So you do need to be flexible and you might need to change things along the way. I believe that with literally every part of business, every part of marketing, even in your life. If you're not happy, you figure out why and you change it immediately. That's my method. And it works because you don't want to be stuck. And when you feel this fear of, okay, I'm planning this far out, but then I'm going to be stuck, then you kind of have this anxiety about planning. But if you can say, all right, I'm going to come with this with a big idea. We're going to get it out. We're going to be organized, but also we can be flexible so we know that there's an opportunity to make changes if we need to so then there's not an anxiety of like setting something in stone so just go with that mindset as you set this up luck doesn't exist what you believe about your business is what you will attract how you feel about receiving money through your services is going to directly influence your sales Join me for my new program, Client Abundance, where I will teach you how to attract an abundance of new clients. We will be using energy and alignment as well as practical marketing strategy to get you what you want. Abundantstrategy.com slash clients. So the first thing is to evaluate what didn't go great last year. Was it a certain launch that didn't really go well? Did you do that launch one time or did you do that launch three or four times before you determined okay, it really didn't go well. Because there's so many variables within every single thing that we do. If you launched and you didn't get a lot of clients, you don't throw out the launching strategy, you don't throw out the program, you don't throw it all out because it could be the time of day that you posted, it could be where you posted, it could be how you posted, the words that you said, it could be the messaging, it could be did your funnel not work, is the technology set up? It could be a funnel that you didn't set up properly or the technology that failed. It could be so many things, it could be the the target market that you're reaching. It could be the way you're selling. So if you just take something that didn't work and throw it out the door, you really have no idea why it didn't work. And instead, you can just evaluate what didn't go great and then decide where you need to put your focus to improve it. I never run something one time and throw it away. If something didn't go well, I make sure I run it at least two more times. I don't throw something away until I have run it three times and I have changed certain things each time to improve it and 
three is a minimum. There are things that I'm running 15 times before we say, you know what, this isn't really working because we want to change each variable one at a time. So decide what didn't go great. Decide where you want to put your focus this year. Do you want to focus on that same thing, but you want to do it better? You want to do it differently? You want to have a better strategy? Or are we just going to cut it all out and start brand new with something else? So I create this full calendar and then I plan out those big launches that I want. Now, we have to provide value. We have to build relationships before we can ever make sales. So if your entire calendar is sales pitch, sales pitch, sales pitch, nobody is going to want to take any action with you because you have to spend time building the relationship and providing value. So you want to space out your launches so that you have time in between them to build the relationship and provide a lot of value. And so I actually put in my calendar all of the launches knowing that when I do my quarterly planning for my content, I will create content focused around when those launch dates are. Also, knowing your money goals is really important. You want to really understand how much money you want to bring in so that you know how much money you need to bring in in terms of how many clients you need to bring in or how many launches you need to have or what you're going to launch. So getting really clear on your money goals is an important piece of this process because then if you say, okay, I want to make 10K every month. What programs do you need to put into place so that you're bringing in 10K a month? Now, this is a really important thing to understand that your planning is not just content. It's not just launches and it's not just money or goals. It is all of these things and how they relate to one another. So just like your content calendar needs to be in line with your promotional calendar, your yearly calendar needs to be in line with the goals that you've set for the year. If you have massive goals, you want to make 84000 a month, which is a little over a million dollars, then what do you need to include in your programs? And where do you need to put those programs? And how often do you need to launch? Space them out in a way. And then you can work backwards and say, okay, let's say I'm going to launch eight times this year. That's a lot. But let's say I'm going to launch eight times this year. And how many people do I need to get into each launch in order to reach that money goal? And how much do I have to spend to get that to fruition? Like, do you have to pay a team? Do you have to have any softwares? Are you paying for Canva? Are you paying for ClickFunnels? Are you paying for Calendly? And really figure this all out. Now, it does take a while. I usually plan a whole week of no calls, no meetings, and I just sit here and think. But if you can spend a few hours a day over the course of a week to plan out the entire year, and it means that your whole 2022 or the next year, depending on when you're listening to this, is going to be set and organized and ready to go, is it worth it? You have one week of planning an entire year, to me, it's totally worth it. Then I slide into the new year ready to go. So I really want you to understand how you have to attach this to your budget. Understand how much you're willing to spend, the amount of money that you anticipate coming in. And sometimes that's hard for new businesses. This is why it's so important to have systems in place so that you have consistent business and you can make these type of predictions. It's hard to say, okay, I want to bring in $50,000 in March, 
but I have no idea how to do it. I don't know how much money is going to be coming in in March, January, February, or December. I have no idea how many people I have to pay. I have no idea about anything. And that's why businesses don't succeed is because they run into things quickly. They get an inspiration and they're like, oh, great idea. Let's go. And there's no strategy. There's no planning. There's no looking ahead into the future. It's just thrown together and hope for the best. That's not a strategy. So this is how I do my end of year planning. And if you've never done end of year planning, I challenge you to do it this year. Find time on your calendar and just brainstorm. What are you going to do? Where are you going to put it? When are you going to launch? And that's going to get you really inspired to start moving some pieces around to make those launch dates a reality. Okay, I hope this helps, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmeliss.com. Hey, coaches and healers. It's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.